This is Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick. Hey, it's great to have you guys back for another episode of Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about how to build community through hosting an event. If you're a new listener here today, there's a lot of ways you can consume this content. You could actually listen to it on iTunes and Spotify. I would love it if you would subscribe on iTunes. That way, it will come directly to you when I release a podcast every week. Also, if you leave a review on iTunes, that is really helpful. If you want to check out more on the podcast, you can go to www.brianquick.net forward slash podcast. I also love hearing from you guys. If you have any questions, thoughts, comments, ideas, suggestions, email me at brianquickpodcast at gmail.com. At the end of this podcast, I will ask you some questions to think about, and if you listen to this as a team, you can discuss this with your team. So next week, I'm going to be talking about working in a cross-functional team environment, meaning uh, working together with other teams that are not your own. Working with other teams with other people can sometimes be difficult, but there are a ton of good reasons on why working in a cross-functional team can help benefit you and your team and your business. So next week, I'm going to be um, talking about how to work in a cross-functional team environment and how you can benefit from it. So let's dive in to hosting a community through hosting event. It is no longer simply just about price points, okay? It's no longer simply about price points. Today, people are not looking just solely for the best deal. They are looking for the best brand. But let me ask you this. What do you think it means to be the best brand? I personally, honestly, for me, I personally do not think that there is such a thing as a best brand. It is really about the consumer's perception of the brand and the relationship that you have with your customers. Let me say that again. It is really about the consumer's perception of the brand and the relationship that you have with your customers. Trust is key to any relationship with your customer. In fact, My study says that 62% of shoppers consider brand trust to have the greatest inspiration to buy something from that brand. 62%, guys. And guys, one way you can gain trust for your customers is host an event. That is one of the best ways that I know of to gain the trust of your customers, and that is to host an event. But what kind of event would you throw for your specific business? What event fits your brand? So I'm going to give you some ideas on events that you can consider and make your own for your business. But first, I want to talk about the benefits of hosting an event. You guys, events inspire customer loyalty. Events inspire customer loyalty. In today's world, any successful strategy to boost sales uh, content of holistic multi-channel approaches Okay, they contest of holistic multi-channel approaches. You must incorporate physical real life with digital social media, as well as make long-term and short-term goals for your personal brand. Hosting an event can and will create a great customer customer loyalty platform. 
Um, retail consultant and founder of Merchant Method, Chris Gilliat, says, The act of selling and driving more revenue is a multi-layer approach. Not one single thing is going to directly boost sales. Marketing increases awareness. Events increase foot traffic. The act of selling increases conversion. I like to think of events like the way I like to think of a customer relationship management and social media. The benefit is long-term loyalty and customers. Guys, through events, you're able to build and nurture relationships the customers have with your brand. Okay, You need to understand that sometimes you may not generate any revenue at your event. That's not really the goal, and it shouldn't be the goal of your event. The goal is to get yourself at the top of people's minds for your business products when they need it. Okay? So, let's talk about the second thing about events. Events boost foot traffic. Events boost foot traffic. For all of you listening to uh, who only have online businesses, I understand what you're thinking. Well, that doesn't help me. I sol- I'm solely online. Hear me out. Foot traffic at an event then turns to traffic on your online store. Hosting it, hosting an event gives your customers a reason other than spending money to come and check out your products. For you online users, it's a great way for you to get people to want to check out your store online. Okay, The event could be a segue for them to come and check you out online. Third, hosting an event allows you to get to know your customers. This is very important if you're an online customer because you don't really get the opportunity to get to know your customers. So this is a great way to get to know your customers. Chris says, ask questions. Get to know your customers in a different way. All right, if you've been in business for a while, it's nice to it's a nice way to refresh your perspective of your customers. Find out what's most important to them and how their buying habits have changed because their buying habits have changed. People's habits change. Okay? This research is completely invaluable. This research is completely invaluable. Okay? I'm now going to give you some fun and random ideas events um, to simply get your mind thinking. I would love for you to email me at brianquickpodcast at gmail.com on your ideas or thoughts on the, on the ones that I give you. But I'd love to know some ideas that you have to hear back from your creative genius minds. So I'm going to get in here with the ideas. First idea, what if you found what people are passionate about in your area, for example, um, ending abortion or animal rights, etc., and use your business as a way to support that passion? Okay, you can create a hashtag on Instagram and Facebook and or on Twitter and have people use that hashtag at the event. But you're supporting something that people are passionate about. And even if they don't know what your products are or don't really care, because you're supporting a passion that they like, they're going to come and support you because they're supporting their passion. Okay. The second idea I have is if you can, get a small bus <laughs> and decorate that bus with the brand that you represent. All right, and then travel to different locations in that bus and at those locations, play games, do giveaways, etc. It's a great way to show the humbleness and fun side of your business. Now, um, knowing that there is entertainment builds trust with your customers and gives a great memory of your brand. They're going to leave being like, oh my God, that was so fun. It was, a, you know, I, I, it was a great opportunity for me to have a good time with my wife or my kids. We had a great time and I got some cool giveaways. I'm going to try this product. And then before you know it, they're coming back to buy that product that you gave them away. Okay, They earn that free product that you have for free by doing something fun and entertaining, which is a, both a positive mindset for of your business. 
to positive reflection, excuse me, of your business. The third idea that I have is um, host an open house to where people can solely try your products. You're not there to sell anything. You're solely there to allow your customers to try your products. Okay, and at the house, at the open house, again, do some giveaways. Give a ton of coupons and free consultations on the spot, whatever your business may be, if it can, uh, if it can have consultations. But give away free coupons for your business. Um, do a ton of giveaways. Guys, you have to give before you can receive in business. You have to be able to give. Okay, it's about the customer, and we have to be able to give. Now, if you have too much inventory, this is a great way to get rid of the excess inventory as well. This is a great way to get rid of it. So you can actually use it for um, a great purpose besides just getting rid of it. So, idea number four. Host, a, host an event that gives a percent to a charity to what people are passionate about. Similar to um, idea uh, one with uh, kind of throwing a, an event surrounded by what people's passionate about. And this time, actually do something that raises charity. They'll give and they'll come. If they know that they want to uh, give to this charity and they can give to their charity that they're passionate about through your business, they're going to come. It's a great way for people to see that you and your business care for the community and what's happening around it. And newer customers will come and consistently, and consistent customers, excuse me, will build new customers. All right, it's a great way to get people in. And the last idea that I had off the top of my uh, head when I was running my notes is have an event solely to show off your products. Okay, kind of like the one with trying, uh, doing something just to try. But this time, just do a presentation. Okay, don't say sell. Just describe your products and why they're the best in the biz. Like demonstrate it, perform a show, make an event happen, make something memorable there. Okay. So now let's talk about how to promote your event. Okay, promotion is key to having a successful turnout. No one wants to host an event that no one shows up to. That's humiliating. Okay, so the first thing that you have to think about when you're promoting the event is the pre-event. Pre-event. When you start to promote the event, you got to think pre-the event. Okay, once you have your idea, you need to set. Uh, you need once you have your idea. Excuse me. You need to set a date and time for your event. Okay, which is harder than it sounds because you need to consider your customer schedules. Okay, on your social media platforms, ask people up front what time uh, works best for them, which days and times are they available, and that there are no conflicts. Also, guys, you must take into account uh, holidays and other events in the area. Okay, after you have that nailed down, you need to ask yourself, how do customers like to receive information from me as a business? Do they engage through Facebook or Instagram Live? Do they read my emails, or should I just call them? How do customers like to receive information from you as a business? Okay, you need to make sure you do all of these because it will help you um, kind of a lot out that time. So you, when you get it done, you're much closer to the objections um, that you're going to have when you're finished. Okay, so now that you have your pre-event established, now it's time for the logistics. If you are listening to this and you have never thrown an event before, please email me. I have a free gift that I want to give you. Email me at brianquickpodcast at gmail.com. If you've never thrown an event before, please email me because I have a free, awesome gift that I want to give you. Guys, you must test different avenues to learn which one is most successful. Then, once you find that out, you double down on the ones that work and leave the ones that don't alone. 
Here are some avenues to think about using, okay? One, social media. Guys, it's 2019. Social media is thriving. Create Facebook events, okay? okay? And add any of the hosts who will be at the event. Post often, but not spammy about the events. There's that fine line there. But you want to post consistently, but not spammy. Okay, you want to talk about the events in local Facebook groups and run social media ads to your targeted audience. Guys, you have to put some money in sometimes to be able to get a return. Um, so I would definitely suggest running some social media ads to your target audience. Two, influencer marketing. Guys, partner with local influencers to spread the word to the new audiences. Okay, do this even if you have to pay them. Okay, some of the influencers influencers in the area may have a massive following and a great uh, connection to a lot of people that could be interested in your product if they just knew about it. Okay, you could also um, use a, a third-party events hosting sites like um, Eventbrite, um, Etsy events, and Meetup. Make your events discoverable on, the, on all of those platforms, and you can also manage your RSVPs through those, which are really nice as well. Also, another avenue is email marketing. If you have a great email list, then I would take full advantage of that. If you don't, I would suggest creating an email list. By the way, if you're not on mine, send me an email at brianquickpodcast.gmail.com, and I will put you on mine for sure. If you're not on my email list already, I'd love to have you on there. Um, next, look locally. Look at your local chamber of commerce to see if there's an event you can add to. And you could also research other local organizations or publications that host community event calendars. Get involved in the community. Even if maybe you don't even have to throw your own event, try to partner with someone else's. That's going to take a lot, take a lot of the work out of it and still promote your business. You might not be the headliner but you're still there and you're still promoting your business and you don't have to do all the work to do it. So that's another um, great benefit of looking locally. Lastly, community sponsors. Guys, if your event series is sponsored, ask your sponsors how they can help you spread the word. Sponsorships can help you a lot because they're going to help spread the word while they give you money. That's kind of that's kind of an oxymoron there, don't you think? It's a paradox. Like, your sponsors give you money to help spread the word for your business. Interesting, and it's awesome. Okay, Now that you've prepped your event and you've got your logistics figured out, it's time for the event. Woohoo! The number one thing I would suggest doing during your event is streaming it on social media and posting consistently. Guys, again, create a hashtag for people to use at the event to add their caption when they post. Guys, stream the event and post consistently. Show the world what they're missing. You want to have that next event already planned. Think about this, guys. You want to have that next event already planned. I know that's huge, but if you can get two or three events planned ahead before the one that you're already throwing, at the current event, you can already start promoting the next event to your consumers. It gets them excited and ready to promote the next event. Okay, and it also looks like you're you're ready to go. You're passionate about what you do, and you're not and you're serious about getting it in the game. All right, if you do sell at events, you can give your customers who say no to the products another opportunity to come back and see your new products at the event that you're telling them about. So it kind of has a great follow up as well. All right, whoo! Now that you've made it through the event, let's talk about post event. Anytime there's pre event, there's always going to be a post event. All right, building community at your events is key to keeping connections and sustaining relationships between events. Connect with them on social media platforms that you had connected with them on. 
follow up with them and just simply say thank you for attending the event. Guys, once the event's over, it's not over. Now it's time to start connecting and contacting them. All right. Don't be afraid to ask them to set uh, uh, to share their experiences with anyone in their networks who would be interested in joining the community-based event. Don't be afraid to ask them to share it. Okay. Continue to post about your business and event so that other people can see what they have been missing out on and will attend the next one. Now, we have all these ideas, and I know I'm throwing a lot at you, which I would go back and listen to these again if you want to hear more and kind of um, review what we're talking about here. Uh, I would listen to this one a couple times. But now let's talk about how to actually execute the event. All right, let's talk about how to actually execute the event. Planning is key to hosting any successful event. We've already talked about that. Planning is key. Also understand that it takes more than a day to plan for your event. So don't expect to book your event next week and be ready for it. You need to be prepared uh, for the location, for the size of the attendance, and so that you can make it happen financially. The largest mistakes that people make when hosting an event is not establishing a budget and goals. Let me repeat that. The largest mistake that people make when hosting an event is not establishing a budget and goals. So, let's talk about setting a budget. First off, if you don't set a budget in your personal life, then that needs to change first. How can you expect to budget for your business if you can't budget your personal incomes? How can you expect to budget for your business if you can't and don't budget your personal incomes? Do not be afraid of the word budget, guys. It doesn't mean that you have to spend a lot of money to execute events. Okay, budget also doesn't mean that you have to spend very little. Okay, you need to be prepared and ready to identify what resources are available to produce at these events. Know what specific resources you need in order to execute your event. And if you do this with the budget, you're not going to run out of money. You're not going to go in debt. You're going to know exactly how much you have to spend and allocate it for each section of your event. Now, let's talk about setting goals. Without goals... It's hard to determine if your event is successful because you don't have anything to measure against. Does that make sense? Without goals, it's hard to determine if your event is successful because you don't have anything to measure against. So what are your goals? What are your goals in your event that you're going to perform that you're going to set off for your business? Are you wanting to gain new customers? Are you wanting to bring more awareness to your brand, about your brand? Okay, once you have set your goal, you can plan accordingly to that goal now. Guys, be creative. You're smart. I know you are. You're smart. Be creative. It is a must to be creative and to be different than the competition. Serve refreshments. Have a DJ, etc. Do something different. Once you have your budget and you have your goals established, you can now begin the grind of setting the um, plans and everything that you need to do to get this event going. Keep everything organized in a tool such as Google Drive or Evernote. I use Evernote. I love Evernote. Perhaps you'll also need a spreadsheet with expenses, a list of RSVPs and the number of attendees. What will the refreshments be? What will the schedule be? Any vendor information and even an itinerary for the day. You have to have all this stuff set up, okay? You have to have this stuff in order. Now, if you have the budget and you can hire an event planner, this is a whole other topic. If you have the budget and you can hire an event planner, do it. I would suggest doing that. Okay, because he or she can execute everything for you. And they also have typically a 
great relationship with other vendors, and that could help you turn unique ideas into real-world events. So if you can afford an event planner, do it. Okay, at the end of the day, an authentic intention to create a community first, profit second event is the pillar for retailers who want to host an event. Listen to me. At the end of the day, an authentic intention to create a community first, profit second event is the pillar for retailers who want to host an event. If all you're thinking about is profits, well, then you're going to get sniffed out real quick and you're going to go out of business because that will send customers away. By producing more of a community-focused event, the benefit will come from creating a great experience. So here are my two questions for you today. What community-building events are you considering hosting as a retailer? What community-building events are you considering hosting as a retailer? And number two, and I want you to email me on this one. If you have, what have you tried in the past? Did it work? Did it not? What have you tried in the past and did it work or did it not? I want to know. Please send me an email um, with your story at brianquickpodcast at gmail.com. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing on social media. It means a lot to me. Thank you for leaving a review on iTunes. Also, next week, I'm going to talk about working in a cross-functional team environment and how it can help you, but also hurt you if you don't approach it correctly. I hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast today, and have a great day. Thanks again for joining me for another episode of Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick. In this episode, I illustrated how to build community through hosting an event and how to optimize that for your business. To find more information about the podcast, you can visit www.brianquick.net forward slash podcast. I have loved hearing your stories and questions about how you are growing, and if you have a great story, I would love to hear about it. All you have to do is send it to me at brianquickpodcast at gmail.com. And if you have been enjoying this podcast, one thing that you can do to help spread the word is simply rate and review it wherever you listen to it. It is a great way to help the podcast reach more people and help them grow in their life as well. Again, thanks for joining me here today at Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick, where I will have new episodes releasing every week. I would love to have you back on here because when you grow, others grow.